What a Time to Be Alive, episode 34 of iMove You. I'm just sitting here with a gin. It's 6.45pm on a Monday night. And I thought I'd talk about the recent poll, which was, are you interested in being a business owner, which had quite a strong result towards being a business owner. And that is with a lot of you knowing that your owners are probably in the group. So fairly brave from some of you, but I reckon it would have been even a stronger result under an anonymous poll. And I thought I'd talk about my experiences as a young physio and uh, transitioning to business owner and and why I did it, Uh, the challenges, what you think it is, and then what it actually is. And I don't know, there's, there's lots of negatives, lots of positives, and none of them are what you thought it would be when you're uh, at uni or when you're kind of two, three, four years out. So if you're interested in being a business owner, this would be a great episode. And I'm just going to kind of share some experiences and and hopefully some strategies that will get you through. Um, And hopefully I can share with you some questions that might help you find out if you actually want to be a business owner. And I really haven't planned much for this episode, so let's just see what the gym does. The first thing I thought is, I love the the idea and the premise behind the five whys exercise. Five whys, not whys. But what you should do is ask why five times in a row. So if you're a young health professional, and excuse me for defaulting to physio, but if you're a young health professional wanting to be a business owner, I would ask why. And then I would ask why again, and I would ask why again, and you do that five times. And the, the theory behind this exercise is to get down to the real reason. Now, usually it's some form of autonomy or money or freedom. Autonomy being you think you can do things better and you want things done your way, and you don't really agree with what's happening where you're at now. Money being money, and you think you can earn more money on your own, and you're kind of looking at your paycheck going, You know, why is my boss employer business taking 50 to 60% of what I'm making? And freedom in the sense that uh, the vision of most of us, uh, that most of us have of being a business owner is more time freedom and more flexibility. So I'd strongly encourage you to run through that mental exercise, the five whys of being a business owner and see if you can get it right down to that. Now, the reason you do that is to compare is that actual thing that you land on at the end of your five whys, what being a business owner can deliver, or can that be delivered to you in some other format, in some other life pursuit? Because for some of you, being a health professional may just be a passion. You may have just fell into it. You may really enjoy it, but you see there might be a higher purpose for yourself. There might be something else you're really passionate about, a side hustle. Um, So... Even when you get to the five whys, think about whether is your career going to deliver you that or is there some other vehicle that might deliver you that? And it may not be business ownership. In fact, the thing that you get to at the end of your five whys, let's say more money and roster flexibility, may actually be delivered by something completely outside being a health professional. But at the moment, you're just thinking inside the box of being a health professional. So you'll know that at iMove Physio, Uh, We encourage all of our physios to have a side hustle, which starts as an idea, as a podcast, as an Instagram page. And so some things going on now is That's Running. Pat and Mike have started a That's Running podcast, and they're getting fans from all over the world. 
Adrian has started the Freshman Physio, which is now a global physiotherapy education brand. Dan has started iMove Explore, which is mindset meditation and hiking in Finland. Uh, iMove U was a side hustle. So a lot of these things are delivering autonomy. Some of them are delivering money. Some of them will eventually deliver flexibility and lifestyle. And at the moment, they're not, but they will. So it's really something to think about. If you're someone who said, yes, I want to be a business owner, what are your five whys? And can that be delivered being a health professional? Or do you need to be an owner to deliver that? Or can you be a health professional with a side hustle or another pursuit that delivers you that? So it's a question really worth asking. I guess I wanted to move on to what being an owner is really like and what you think it is like. I guess my experience has been, it's been interesting in the sense that really for, you know, probably the last three to four years of high school and your five years at uni and then your one to five years being a young health professional, your whole life and identity is built around being a health professional, let's say a physio. So all of a sudden, when you're thrust into business ownership, you're really, you're really going back to school. It's really day one. Um, it is learning a whole new skill set. It's learning by making mistakes that cost you thousands of dollars. Now, I think about when you make a mistake as an employee, really doesn't cost you. It costs your owners. And the only way to learn as a business owner is actually making those mistakes live. And and it hurts. You, you make real bad mistakes. It costs you a lot, costs your patients, costs your employees sometimes. And you really do take two steps back. As a health professional, you know, you can make you can make mistakes early in your career and just a learning without any real ramifications. You might lose a patient here or there. So it's, it is like losing your identity, going back to school and starting this six-year degree called business ownership and leadership. And I would say that I'm only, having been a business owner for five years, I would say I'm only one or two years into that journey. And a big distinction I want to make here, for those of you who think you want to be a business owner, is you can't, I'll start again. I think when you are a young health professional and you want to be a business owner, the first things you might be thinking are roster flexibility, freedom, and a bit more money. But when you go solo and you, you know, you build your list up, you've got your own brand, you get a room and you're seeing, you know, anywhere between 40 and 80 to hundred patients a week, depending on how you like to swing things, you are not a business owner at that point in time. You've created a brand and you've got an ABN, but you're still a health professional. You're just a health professional by yourself and you're seeing 50 to 100 patients. You are not a business owner. And that's why I said, I've been in business five years, but I've really only been on this journey for one or two. Because we can all go out and start our own brand in our own room and see our own 50 to 80 patients a week. We can all do that and we will earn more money. You can quite, you know, do the numbers. You can quite easily get to, you know, 90 to 100,000 going solo, getting a good deal on a room and seeing 50 to 60 patients a week. 
But that is not being a business owner. That's being a solo practitioner with no team, no culture, and no development around you. And that is where, unfortunately, most business owners get to, and then they get really stuck. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because we know that only 2% of businesses last 10 years, and I think it's 90% of businesses fail after three years. And I'm in the fortunate position of having been a health professional, been a business owner, get business coaching, and now become a business mentor myself. And unfortunately, a lot of the businesses that I'm seeing, the owners are earning a hell of a lot less than their employees, and some are actually losing money. And these are owners that have been in the game for a long time, even longer than me. And the reason that is, is because they start with this idea of money and freedom. And they they execute that first step really well, which is going solo. And your income goes up. And that's great. And you don't really get the flexibility because you need to answer all the emails, all the phones, look after all the patients, educate yourself. Uh, If you don't rock up to work, you don't get paid. You don't have anyone earning income for you. So that presents inherent problems. And that's what I mean about you not being a business owner. The real transition and where a lot of businesses struggle is going from one to team. And that's the hardest step. And that's really when you become a business owner. Because to me, business ownership is actually, it's actually leadership and it's actually steering the ship and helping a team achieve their goals and helping them achieve their goals and on the way achieving a common goal for the business. And that really doesn't start until you have a team. And at that point, you need to cease being a health professional. What we've seen is the business owners that stay in their business, full-time at least, really struggle to become business owners and leaders. And that's because being a business owner and leader is its own role, its own skill set, and it has nothing to do with being a health professional. And I don't think I realized at the time, and that's why I'm sharing this with you, I don't think I realized at the time, I definitely didn't realize at the time, that when I was starting my business, I was choosing to stop being a health professional. And I do believe the two are mutually exclusive. If you want to be a really good business owner and leader and develop a team and a culture, I don't think you can continue to be a health professional. Some of you might disagree. That's just my experience and my experience having coached other businesses. What I do believe is you can get your business and your team and your culture to a place where you could start being a health professional again, but that takes five to 10 years. And during that time, you're going to lose your identity because you've just said to yourself, I've been a health professional for eight years, 10 years. I know how to do this. And I'm going to leave that career in favor of a new career, business owner and leadership that I actually know nothing about. And you need to go back to school. You need to read every book, do every course you can, get a team around you, get a culture around you and fail a hell of a lot. And every time you fail, it literally costs you thousands of dollars. You'll lose an employee. You'll make a really bad mistake. And then it costs you. Whereas being an employee, it doesn't cost you so much. Like I said, you might lose one or two uh, patients. So that is... I hope that sheds some light on the the distinction that I've probably come to is that being a business owner and a leader 
means sacrificing your identity and being a health professional, which you've worked all this time to do. Now, you can be a health professional by yourself, but that is not business owner and leadership, and it won't afford you the flexibility and time, which I think most of you, if you do your five wires exercise, will get to. To be a truly great leader and build a great business and a great culture, I do believe you need five to 10 years. And that's because it's going to take you long enough to get enough team around you and get enough systems around you to develop enough income to give you that time and flexibility along the way you're learning. And the only way to learn as a business owner is make a hell of a lot of mistakes quickly. And each time you make one of those mistakes, you'll cop a six-month hit. You'll go backwards for six months. And this is why so many businesses fail because they struggle to go from one to team. And to go from one to team, it means sacrificing the last 10 years of your education and your identity. And some people really struggle with that. It's definitely what we've witnessed and it's definitely what I went through. Uh, I still think I'm a better health professional than I am leader or business owner, but I'm getting there. It's something to develop. Now that's, I don't want to just throw a negative light on it. I just want to share with you my journey and hopefully there's some strategies and suggestions in there to help get you to an answer of if you do really want to be a business owner. I think we can talk about the positives and certainly after five or six years in business, I I do have a week now where I can design my own week and that's really exciting and and my week is pretty much designed around leading a team of awesome humans and there is nothing more fulfilling than having a team around you that are achieving your goals but also achieving their goals and achieving a common goal for the business. It's that true synergy and there's, there's nothing more exciting and rewarding than seeing professionals around you achieve their goals and I believe we've been very lucky. I, I believe our business has has been one of the few that's been able to develop a real team, a real culture and continue to grow and have two owners who can support themselves off that because I've seen a hell of a lot of businesses who struggle with team, who struggle with culture and struggle to support one owner. And I'm also super proud that this team around us is actually creating these side hustles for fulfillment in other ways that they may not be getting fulfillment from their health professional career, so they've created these side hustles. There is nothing more fulfilling than getting to that point. I just wanted to share with you the time and questions you might need to ask and sacrifices you may need to make to get to that point of fulfillment. And then I think practically, like I think really practically about this, when you do your five wise exercise, I want you to very practically think about which pathway could I get to this thing that I really want easier, quicker, sooner, because at the end of the day, it's usually going to come down to some form of freedom, family, money. And if you can get those things that are really important, you know, growth, autonomy, freedom, family, money, if you can get those things quicker being an employee, or maybe your health profession is a vehicle plus something else, a side hustle then you'd have to strongly consider that. I just really wanted to shed some light on the truth of being a business owner, the sacrifices you make. The income really isn't there until you get to this point. And this point is a long way away from where you think. 
And again, the distinction of being a solo practitioner versus being a business owner and a leader. The other thing I thought I might touch on was a, a, probably a, a personal reflection of being an introvert and, and being uh, my, my Myers-Briggs as an INTJ. And I've spoken about this before, but I think some people are really suited to being a business owner and a leader. I think these people are really growth mindset. They love the challenge. They love to fail and they, and they love knowing that there is actually no end game, but it's the whole game is the game. It's about being in this thing with no end, no no kind of finish line. It's that endless pursuit of perfection whilst knowing you're never going to achieve perfection. I think if you have that kind of personality, that's a good start. I think if you're an introvert and you struggle with people, you're going to struggle in business. And it's probably been my biggest challenge. Although the most fulfilling thing for me is to see successful health professionals creating side hustles. There's nothing that fills me with more joy or pride than that. At the same time, is extremely draining on my personality type. So some clues there for you. I guess if you're that personality type that loves always getting better, always chasing perfection, knowing you're never actually going to get there. I think having a high EQ and being of the extrovert personality type can help you. I think introverts can be extremely successful and the book Quiet is a testament to that for the introverts listening, but it will be a challenge because you need to manage your energy very, very specifically. So the point we're at now, and I'll just share again some of the personal journey is it is amazing. If I just had iMove Physiotherapy and I didn't have iMove U and I didn't have Clinic Mastery, my, my work week would probably be two days. And one of those days would be fully focused on team. I have a day where I get to catch up with every team member. And one of those days is fully focused on marketing, Facebook marketing, Google AdWords, website and systems. And then every Wednesday we do CPD or every second Wednesday. So if you are one of the lucky few who get to that point, which may be 5, 10, 15 years away, remember that 2% of businesses get to 10 years. If you're one of the lucky few to get to that point, you certainly can have financial freedom and time and roster flexibility and autonomy. But I just, and, and there's nothing greater, that there is, there's nothing that satisfies me more than being autonomous, being able to create and having this amazing team around me. But I did not understand what the journey entailed when I embarked on the journey. And I hope that some of those reflections in there help you realize or help you seek clarity. Some of the practical distinctions I might make is I strongly, strongly believe that most health professionals, once they've been somewhere for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, can earn between 80 and 120,000, depending on your model, depending on how many appointments, depending how much you charge and what city you're in and your roster and a whole lot of things. But I think most of you can get to that. And I think most of you once experienced and billing the right way and really getting to that mastery of being a health professional, you can have roster flexibility and you can earn somewhere between eighty dollars and $120,000. And to me, you know, the very best businesses I'm seeing, you know, the owners take home $140,000, $200,000 you know, if they're absolutely killing it and they've got a 100% utilized clinic. 
So, you know, these are rough ballpark examples, but the gap there, let's talk about a really practical gap of 30 to 40,000 between being that awesome employee who's been at a business for long enough to have loyal patience, to bill enough to earn, let's call it 100K, versus the business owner that sacrifices their identity, goes back to school and learns about this thing called business ownership and leadership and fails for five to 10 years to get to this point where they have roster flexibility, where they have autonomy, and let's say they're earning 150K, there is a realistic income gap there of, you know, let's call it somewhere between 20 and 50,000. The real question you have to ask is, is that journey worth it for you? And I can't answer that for you. But is that twenty to $50,000 difference embarking on this journey worth it for you, knowing that it will take 5 to 10 to 15 years versus being the employee that in 5, 10, 15 years gets to that roster flexibility, gets that financial freedom, and hey, might actually fulfill some of these self-desires and self-awarenesses with a side hustle, with a vehicle, with a hobby, with a podcast, with a website, with a product. And this is the thing I'm really passionate about coaching and mentoring people is it is okay if your career is just a vehicle. The whole game is about self-awareness, to quote Gary Vee, and if you do those Myers-Briggs and you really think about self-awareness and reflection on what makes you happy, I want you then to just practically map out, is being a business owner the best path or is being a health professional the best path or is doing a side hustle the best, best path or maybe trading shares, maybe trading property, uh, maybe selling artwork on the side. There's literally a thousand ways to skin a cat and the end game is being happy and having that self-awareness around what makes you happy. So there's some practicality and some realness to the difference, the income difference, the time difference, and what if there's other ways to achieve that? And I don't know, it might sound hypocritical being a business owner myself, but I, I probably didn't have this clarity when I was an employee. And I guess if I thought about it, I, I, I would have thought long and hard about it had I had this information, realizing what I'd have to go through, realizing that my main job now is dealing with my employees' emotions, realizing that the mistakes they make cost me and reconciling, well, should I be responsible for their mistakes? And is that really fair that their mistakes are costing me? Well, it is. And that's being a business owner. That's being a leader. And it's a hard lesson to swallow, but that's what you've chosen. So there's some really deep, interesting questions there, some thoughts I've been sitting on for a while. I guess if I was asked, would you be a business owner or employee with all this information, oh, I'd still pick business ownership, but you know, it's that sick personality where you like pain and you like pursuing perfection even though you're not going to get there. But I would have thought a lot longer and a lot harder. And I guess I do have a fear that we will become the personal training industry Now, the personal training industry is absolutely struggling building team and culture and fulfillment, and they're just leaving, and no one can keep their staff, and they're going to the next place, and they're starting their own boot camp, and there's just a million brands because they've all just started their own thing, and they all suck. Not they, sorry, they don't all suck as far as their training, but they all suck as business owners. They're all tired They're all not earning money. They're all the ones seeing all of their clients. They're working 14-hour days. And that, I guess I have a little fear in the back of my mind that that may happen with physio and health professionals because, hey, all we need is a plinth and some sorbeline and a few weights and a $200 a week room. 
and then I can profit everything else. I can take, you know, the 100,000 I'm making. But I want you to think about the self-awareness and what really fulfills you. And we're working 14-hour days so you can make that extra 20 grand make you happy. And I've certainly seen it's not the case in the personal training industry. And I was probably concerned when I saw all those young health professionals saying, I want to be a business owner. Well, I'm like, cool, there's a hundred more physio clinics and smaller teams, less team, no culture. And in my experience, 95% of those hundred will be stressed out, burnt out, not earning enough money, having no freedom or time for their family. So five of you might make it. And that's, you know, these. this is the reality and the practicality and things I wish I knew. I don't know if my decision would have changed. And I think a lot of it, you have to learn for yourself. But hey, if we can get these little tips and perspectives along the way, it always helps. I think that's all I've got on this topic. I do love being a business owner and, and a lot of it is hard. And I know, you know, we're 25 minutes in here and probably spent 15 minutes talking about how hard it is and the lessons learned. But I think in the hardness and the lessons is where uh, the reality is and hopefully the clarity on the difference between being an employee, a business owner and a sole health professional. But as um, you know, Tom Hanks said, it's the hard that makes it great. And I think it is great. It's, it's an amazing journey. And you get to a point where you realize it's just that. There is no end game. And it's exciting and draining at the same time. And the rewards are there if you're in that top 5%, which I truly hope that all of you are. But I'm also challenging you to think about other ways to achieve happiness.